Oh my god, guys, we have some <laughs> <laughs> some really fun announcements. Okay, so we're gonna do our first real live show. Yeah, live we've show number some, one. We've done some like practice ones. No offense. No to, offense to Sandbox <laughs> and other and to other things. Wherever that other place was. To Ron show. Oh at, yeah, Ron at, show. At oh, that Austin was tight. Yeah, that was twenty minutes, but they that was just tight. us sitting on stage. This is gonna be a proper gender fluids live show and recording we're gonna put that episode out which you know never done that before it's gonna be a whole bunch of fun it's at this little gallery space called uh unit c uh like c is the letter c uh it's in here in austin uh if you look it up on facebook you can look up gender fluids live show and recording you can find it there we'll be posting some instagrams yeah for we'll sure be talking well. about it but but yeah, just mark your calendars, really. It's October 26th. Again, uh, doors at 8. Show starts at 8.30. Do you like free drinks? Great, because there's free drinks. So come out and watch this uh, yeah. amazingly dirty thing. We've and got then, some special live shit planned uh, uh-huh. that we're not, you know, can't pull off, you know, uh, and, just uh, by orally. ourselves. Or- uh, orally. Yeah. Yes. What am I trying to say? Orally. Uh, yeah, we're going to do some, some weird live shit that you won't want to miss. Because that way, if you're, then the people who just listen to it on audio are going to be like, man, I wish we could see that. So, yeah. you know, don't be one of those people. Go ahead. I and, wanted to touch alien eggs, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, you could, there could be overpositor eggs. You don't know. Edible ones, perhaps. Um, you can take them home and eat them out of each other's uh, various fuckholes. So, <laughs> <laughs> now we have this, to, now we kind of have to make fucking, oh, damn dude, it. You know what would be, instead of make put a, that your in your pipe and smoke it, we should like make a phrase that's like, put that this in your, your fuckhole fuck and suck <laughs> it. And, suck it. <laughs> and swallow it. And swallow it. Put that in your fuckhole and swallow it. Okay. <laughs> the uh, positor. Okay. So, well, <laughs> we can mix my foodie tendencies with your disgusting ones. Yeah. Um, so what was I going to say? Live show. Oh, and then we'll be hanging out for a little bit afterwards. Uh, you know, come have a drink with us. Okay. So what's the next announcement? The next big thing that we're announcing is gender fluids. We're done with season one and we're about to be done with season one. We have passed a year. We have been doing this wonderful, weird gender and sex podcast for a year. And so it's like our favorite thing. Yeah. And so we're now we're moving on though. We're getting into bigger and better things. We're evolving changes coming. Well, there's just, it's really just like big, exciting news, all good things, only good things happening. Everyone should be happy for us. And, uh, and so we're going to be starting our season two soon. Yeah. You know, it just streamlining some shit episodes, fixing to get more concise. You're not going to hear as much rambling. Concise. Maybe you'll have uh-huh. to find us <laughs> rambling in other ways. Uh, maybe there'll be some Patreon sites and things like that popping up soon. You know. A lot of fun stuff going to be happening. So keep your eyes out for season two and some fun announcements around that. And yeah, get ready just for the just for the next bigger, level of things. gender fluids, uh-huh. right? Like we're go- we're like fucking advancing. Also, in this arcade game. you sh- just this is this is the real point. You should tell your friends if you haven't told some of your friends about gender fluids. You should do it now because like this is the coolest time to fi- to figure out. You see, you, you can you still have time to be like, oh, I knew about them in season one. Yeah, before they were fucking massive, you know. Mass exactly. It's like it's not even going to be cool to like us after at a certain point once we reach you know mass. Yeah, you know, which <laughs> I'm fine with that. Yeah, once we sell out and dick, everything. This is like the time when you're masturbating, you start to kind of just warm up. 
Yeah. Before you really like, get it's into about it. To come. Mm-hmm. It's about, we're about, this whole uh, year, this is the best part. This, this really. whole year has just been a build oh up and God. now we're just right there. And we're part close. right before the orgasm. Mm. I, I, I feel like that's even better than the orgasm. So here you are. That's where we're at. We're oh, like that yeah. moment right before the orgasm. Chasing the dragons much better. So we're going to be coming dragon. for like seven or eight seasons, <laughs> maybe more. Um, <laughs> talking, talking Seinfeld number of seasons just here. Eight. How many seasons? Seasons were worth of orgasm. I yeah, <laughs> just one of those long. Anyway, I don't know. <laughs> this is the Gender Fluids podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Austin Smart, a 26 year old queer trans girl, and I'm Ariel Isaac Norman, a 32 year old bisexual androgynous gender queer for now today, and we are two stand up comedians from Austin, Texas bringing you the only queer podcast that isn't also super gay. This is a podcast about all the sex and all the people. If you want to follow us on Instagram, we're under Gender Fluids Podcasts. If you want to follow us on Twitter, we're at Gender Fluids Pod. Our email is genderfluidspodcast at gmail.com. And on FetLife, we're just Gender Fluids. Enjoy the episode, y'all. Okay. Oh, uh, the story that I wanted to tell. Oh, okay. So remember how we were talking about my anal orgasms and whether or not I could like do them just sitting yeah. at perhaps at a live show <laughs> um, without stimulation, mm-hmm. right? Okay. So I have this experience. So did you practice? Well, okay. I haven't done it sitting yet. I just don't get around to these things. Okay. I'm very busy. <laughs> Always working. Okay. But I, when I've been having sex lately, I've been like, I do the, the way that I come uh, is uh, it, with other people uh, or my, like, you know, I don't yeah. know how to put this. I, I'm, it's so not- I'm coming clitorally. I'm going to come through clitoral stimulation. Yeah. Okay. okay. We'll just put it that way. Um, you getting penetrated? And normally, I mean, sometimes it's great if I do, but just the the orgasm itself is clitoral. Okay. Um, but that's not really the point of this. So let's, the point is, I was building a clitoral orgasm, and the other person's hands were otherwise occupied um, with themselves, and so when you say you're building it, are you doing this just mentally, or are you no, like no, no, actually physically touching it as well as mentally? Okay. I'm de- I'm developing my storyline as well as. Um, contracting muscles in various ways, you know? Um, And so, but then like my storyline, I wanted to have an anal component to my storyline. And so I was like, I wonder if despite not having any hand to use, no one's hand or anything, I could somehow still have this anal orgasm, you know what I mean? Because we've talked about how I can get so close that I just as soon as I have any stimulation I immediately come you know just yeah. through my fantasy life so I thought <laughs> so I thought I wonder if I just can come so what happened was <laughs> I was happened? I was able what happened was <laughs> I was able to have an anal orgasm essentially with no stimulation from a finger or anything, but it was basically like my body and brain just like used the, cause I was having clitoral stimulation. It just used the circuitry, the physical circuitry of my clitoral orgasm, but then like psychological circuitry of the anal orgasm and fused them. I swear to God, I had a hybrid clitoral anal instead of them being two separate ones my body created a hybrid one. It like really just like met in the middle. I don't know how to describe this exactly. 
and and it was like both more and less than two separate orgasms. Anyway, I had like a combination clitoral what anal the orgasm, and then the next night did it again. Last night did it again. It's just a thing that I do now. You just figured out a new way to orgasm. I'm telling you, I think I might have invented a new way to come. I don't know if anyone else has ever come this way. Like, please let me know. But I'm. It's also inspired by our Ariel, gender fluids that's conversation. Yeah. Well, it's inspired Holy by shit. our goal to get me to be able to come just without sitting touching. down. Yeah. Yeah. Without touching. So I'm working on it. <laughs> Dude. How okay. Would it so be if I had a superpower. When you when you say you had this hybrid orgasm, like uh-huh. what elements of each did you notice? <sighs> so, okay. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to give me examples? No, no, no. I mean, you've gone through like in the previous episodes, like what your anal orgasms feel like and what clitoral orgasms are like for you. Mm-hmm. So I'm just curious, like when you say it's this hybrid and it's both more than less, it sounds like there were just little dabbles of each in there. Sprinkle, like I'm just imagining yeah. like orgasm energy happening and then little bits of like specific characteristics of yeah, each kind of sprinkle. It's very in. hard to explain. Yeah. I almost have a physical memory of the orgasm feeling literally centered between them as well as kind of at both poles but like in physical space between them but but more than that basically on some kind of purely physical level like I could feel having a clitoral orgasm but the psychological difference between my anal and clitoral orgasms as I've said on the podcast before is like this this feeling of I kind of naughtiness, I guess, yeah. wrongness. Um, Transgression. Or just like a guilt shame, I think, mm-hmm. would be the word I'm looking for. So there's that feeling of shame. And so, but that is a physical, it's very hard to describe the difference between <laughs> these orgasms. Um, but there's this like, it's also like where it's located in your body. Besides, the, I don't know, it's very hard to explain. But it was like psychologically the clitoral thing was was infused with what the anal one is but i also could feel or the orgasms as if they were both i don't know again i'm just gonna say i feel like you're discovering your mutant powers and mm -hmm. i'm fucking living for it right i need someone else who's done this though or who who could do this who can learn to do this so we can talk about anybody out there does have any sort of like orgasm control via just like their like neural pathways like they yeah can just, if you can come really easily yeah. with anal orgasms already you might be able to do this too so write us let us know us. if you know if your friend has a lot of anal orgasms maybe tell her to check out the podcast <laughs> i don't Dude, know what you guys you, know about your friends you really need to get your asshole eaten I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, if you like oh, anal that much, yet. I know Mo's going to be fucking pissed. <laughs> but yeah, if you like anal that much and you like uh, just the thought of it and, like, mostly, like, outside stimulation, like, not a lot of, like, penetration, really, getting your asshole, like, licked sounds like the perfect fucking solution. And if it's dirty and you want to feel exploited, like lay back, throw your legs back. Let me get you know, someone can definitely do that for you. We can have a line of people to do that that. for you. I mean, that's the thing. They would have to be so rapey about it because (laughs) it's hard for me to take analingus seriously in non consent play, as we've talked about. (laughs) 
It's just so hard. For <laughs> analingus, it's one thing to be like, I love eating pussy. I'm going to eat your pussy. Like, okay, great. <laughs> I'm going to lick your I, I want to lick your asshole. <laughs> non-consensual. It's just too much. Dude, I'm, but here's the thing. I don't know. It. I can feel that because like, as, as I said before, I don't, I've only had like one or two really good ass eatings out of a lot of ass eatings. And so like the thought of someone like not eating my ass well just for their own pleasure is super uncomfortable. Just like, oh, like it makes my like butthole tangle and feel tight. Like just no, like, ugh, ugh. Yeah. I mean the way that like Although a child. Although hot. A way that like a, 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 a Midwestern child would feel about the idea of eating sea urchin. Or whatever that feeling of like I just can't. I'm there's no way I'm going to enjoy it. Like I'm just that's too gross. Like that's how I feel about someone eating my ass. And I definitely. But here's the thing: I should eat. It would be easier for me to eat someone's ass than to let them eat my ass. I know you have like I know you have like a poop thing, but like come on, like why can't you just turn around and like get back? Like let them get in there because like it's you're like not really even engaging. Upsetting. I'm like getting it. upset now, and I no offense. I'm just like realizing, oh my god, I'm getting upset. Like this is upsetting me. What the fuck is what? I need to talk to my therapist about why am I so uncomfortable having my ass eaten out? That'll just <laughs> oh, I'm going to therapy tomorrow. <laughs> Good, <laughs> <laughs> write that down. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can I play you this recording from Gender Fluid? I can't it's remember what it was. Oh, oh, it was about getting my ass eaten out. Um, yeah, well, let's move on. <laughs> no, I mean it's okay. I just was like working through a wave of it, but um, yeah, I just think that like I, you know, I have shy bladder. Like I've got some, I've got IBS. I got some issues already around that kind of stuff. Yeah, I think I definitely makes sense. my OCD cleanliness. Like. Yeah, I should probably talk to my therapist about poop. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. Okay. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> well, that. <laughs> you never know. You okay? I'm fine. Oh, man. Maybe that's how I got raped. <laughs> I, mean, maybe someone, I was thinking my older, that, yeah. say it. <laughs> my older brother ate my ass out and he was just a curious kid. Shit, kids do that with their mouths, you know, like try stuff out. gonna ruin your life yeah sure. yeah my sisters are for sure gonna have kids before me too so i'm definitely just gonna like yeah be the one to ruin them all just yeah. like all right so what have your parents yeah told there's you? no way you won't be yeah uh, uh, oh my god Can you imagine <laughs> me if as an uh, aunt he was your aunt who's yeah jesus <laughs> christ <laughs> If Austin were your aunt. You need some cool fucking kids. That's true. Age They're six. only going to be cooler. Age six, they're getting a copy of the Beatles album and a copy <laughs> of Led Zeppelin's album. Nice. It's like, all right, here's a great place to start. Mm-hmm. Time to expand your minds. All right. So let's talk about architecture. Yeah. So this is fucking, this kind of blew my mind because it was a thing I had thought about, but I had only ever thought about it in a <laughs> in a good way. so uh i read this article that was written by these women and it was really great it was somewhere in like the atlantic or the new york or something but it was about the inherent bias of like the quote male gaze like in architecture 
and a kind of a general lack of like consideration of like a woman's point of view in architecture as well. Mm -hmm. The main cases being like things like see-through walkways and stairs, you know, stairwells and or like catwalks and offices that are you can see out through the bottom. It's like, well, motherfucker, people are wearing dresses and skirts. Like, you can just you obviously didn't think this because this is a thing that would never apply to you, right? Right. And like there were more examples where like I feel like if I were designing a building, wait, no, I'm not a good example because I don't wear skirts. Yeah. I, well, if you were designing a building, would you remember to think about? Yeah. Oh. Well, okay, here the point being is that like I read this and I was just like, yeah, because <laughs> in my head. Like, I had already kind of noticed this, but, like, I love the idea of somebody looking at my dress or skirt. Right. <laughs> and so, but I never thought about it. It was like a, oh, no. I was just, like, every time I, I'm in a place like that, I'm always just like, yeah, I hope Ayo. somebody looks up. But it never occurred like, to you sees. that somebody else might be upset by it? No, because I have, honestly was too fixated on, like, the thrill and possibility. Right. Yeah. It's, like, just, like, maybe, maybe not. Kind mm -hmm. of, like, that anticipation and the unknown. Like, totally. yeah, that's where I, my head goes with it, right? Sure. But I read this article, and I was just like, fuck, dude, that's so fucking right. Because it's happened to me a lot. And, like, but it's just the thing that I was, like, thought was, like, a fun new bonus of, like, transitioning. It was, like, oh, man. Someone like, could look up my skirt. I know. I finally get to be somebody whose skirt gets looked, looked up. up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was, like, fuck, yeah. Like, I love it. Like, you were too busy being a, a bottom, or what do we call this? I, I, I just like the idea of being taken advantage, taken advantage of, of yeah. right? Be, yeah, or just being like, a sub. That's the thing. You're yeah. too busy being turned on in your sub world to even remember oh, yeah, women everybody. might be victimized by this. <laughs> Yeah. See, you're not thinking about women either. <laughs> Everyone's only thinking about themselves. You know, women who's writing these articles are only thinking about themselves. They're not thinking about these trans people being quite affirmed. You know, I mean, you know, when someone looks Turfs. at my skirt, the, whoever wrote those are <laughs> more or less than what they bargained for. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, oh, educational. Uh, anyway, well, but it's super true. Like I remember there were like at my school, there were like stairwells that were notorious, like. Don't walk up those, you know, because mm -hmm. people can see up it from like an angle. Yeah. And that's not as much of a deal where you have to like stand in one little corner to see. That's fucking creepy if there's just a person standing in a corner, yeah. standing in the corner we all know you can see up skirts in. Yeah. It's more of just like, yeah, just like, you know, a lot of construction sites or a lot of like places and in like industrial places which just have large mesh like walkways or right. like metal grate walkways that you can just see Easily straight up see through. Up. Yeah. Lots of contemporary office buildings put in, like, these fucking, like, glass walkways. It's like, come on, y'all. Like, nobody thought about this. Nobody thought, like, hey, we're, like, putting a glass walkway, like, fucking 20 feet in the air. Like, come on. Yeah, I it's don't so know. It's so fucking, like, sometimes, like, that. there is a certain point to where I'm just astounded at the audacity of some things. Because it's like, look, I get, like, if you're designing an industrial workspace mm -hmm. putting in metal grading makes fucking sense but like when you're designing a contemporary like office space or like library or something mm -hmm. it's like you're telling me nobody nobody was just like what happens when someone standing down there looks <laughs> up there 
Like, how the fuck does that not happen? I don't know. Like, Humans I thought about really it. Dumb. I mean, at least, at least, maybe someone but you in the thought room, about it when you were I already. Know, maybe someone in the room it. thought about it, but was too turned on by it and was right. embarrassed and didn't or, mention or it. Or was just being like, <laughs> and I mean, who knows? I mean, <laughs> if you're an architect and you have any insight into this, please write us and let us know whether y'all were just being pervs, um, or if you didn't think about it at all. You know, we're hoping that you were all just like, yeah, we're, we want. We're all we want, we want to see each other. We want to see each other's skirts. On Fridays, the men wear skirts. It just—it's a whole thing. That's such a crazy kind of fetish or thing to be into. Also, it's a huge thing. You know, Looking the up whole skirts. upskirts. Yeah. yeah, it's like a, there's a whole genre of porn dedicated to it. You know, like there's have, videos of like people trying so to much. like. I can't imagine. Well, it's like people trying to like you know. It's a lot of stuff in East Asia. I mean, at least like just on free sites, right? Of like people trying to, yeah, get cameras and film shit. And it's just, I don't know that it's so, why? I don't know why it's so rampant. Like it's obviously like a voyeurism type thing. I think and it's obviously the, it's like, a it's very like light way of, like, to violate consent, someone. Yes. I think that's right? what it is. People don't want to feel like rapists, but they want to violate consent a little bit to feel a little bit powerful. I think that, and you can, and that's just the way to do it. Yeah. And also do you think there's a thing of just like, because in my head, it's like you're catching like me like in like a quote like more natural state, right? Like I'm not prepared. Mm, candid like, pussy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I guess it's more candid. That's a good way to put it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's like when I because like when I think about what turns me on about people looking at it, it's like it's the fact that like no, you're just seeing me in my day to day. Yeah, right. Anything could be happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn. Damn, sorry. <laughs> that Should was the most stonery damn. <laughs> Dude. Just, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I remember when I when I was a kid and was forced to wear skirts and dresses at church and stuff like that, like I just remember anything that that didn't go below the knees, like just even sitting down at all. I was used to spreading my legs and now I was like, oh, I have to do this thing and I had to learn how to cross my legs I couldn't for years I had to like stretch and stretch and stretch to get to the place where I could even cross my legs like this um but anyway like and then if but if you just forget it all or your legs I, I was always just thinking about like my underwear and everything and like how do, I was like how do people live this way yeah so even like when you're not walking upstairs I don't get how you live that way with like a, a, a fairly even kind of short skirt like you have to always be thinking about not exposing yourself I mean see I so I've had to deal with this a lot recently because like you know transitioning I'm like wearing lots of dresses and now different right. clothes right yeah, and I'm speaking not, from memories of 17 plus years yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah, but it's a but it's a thing that I think women everywhere deal with, or like people, just people who wear skirts. I guess you could say everywhere deal with, but whatever. Scottish, Scottish this, people's skirts are pretty long. Though. Yeah, <laughs> but in this case, it's like for me, it's only ever been a positive thing, right? Like I've only ever been like. <laughs> Yeah, like I like even like if I'm at wearing like a nice dress at work, like it's not even just a slutty thing, but it's like I'm I'm like it's fun when I'm out and being slutty, but like if I'm like at work wearing a dress, and, like I kind of like don't have my legs crossed because it's more comfortable to sit that way. But yeah. if I'm not, and, and then I catch myself, I'm like then I get a little turned on thinking about like what if someone like saw like what if someone saw oh shit well good you know? for you but like I. You know, <laughs> I definitely know because I think I've had the same thought of like, how the fuck do like 
people who don't enjoy this a little bit. Well, I was just afraid of someone judging me. Honestly, I couldn't get to a place of being like, oh, I hope someone saw because I was just afraid of someone judging me for no, being I'm socially saying, I think awkward. That, I think that's the way most people are. Yeah. Right. And so I'm saying is like, at least for me, when I'm going through it, I have like the luxury of like mm-hmm. enjoying that. Whereas most people would have that feeling of like, oh, no, or like, right. oh, what's happening? And I probably you know, and like, wasn't going to have as easy of a time feeling sexual wearing a skirt, uh, you know, and then you have an easier time feeling sexual, like now wearing skirts. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just sad for my child self that I couldn't have just been flashing people in shorts or something. You know, I could have developed that kink, but. This is, well. uh, depending on what makes into it, a pedophilia heavy <laughs> episode. <laughs> Very pedophilia oh, yeah. heavy. <laughs> Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about uh, the thing that, that made me angry. If I told you there is a police operation called Operation No Tricks, No Treats, what would you think it was about? Operation No Tricks, No Treats is what they actually called it? Yes. The police people? Yes. This is the That's real cute. name of this operation, Operation No Tricks, No Treats. That's cute. Um, I don't know. Like, so There's like gay prostitutes. I don't know why they're gay in my head, but there's like gay <laughs> prostitutes who... Um, were soliciting money for blowjobs on Halloween instead of what? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> uh, I don't know, but some kind of like anti-prostitution sting. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, the, that's exactly no what. Tricks, so. But why? I don't know why. No treats. Like it's a, some Halloween-themed prostitution ring. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Okay. Fucking it's because it's a, October now. That's a minor strike against the people that plan this fucking thing. Okay. I mean, it is a strike though, because it's like really you couldn't even give it a cool name if you're going to be assholes. But mm-hmm. so yeah, it was this giant online prostitution sting where in Florida these officers in one week a single week uh posed as people offering like sex in exchange for money and people came online and they arrested 277 different people for attempt for things from attempting to solicit sex uh for in exchange for money to actual prostitution um there were the, out of the 277 there were like four or five that were seemed pretty warranted like human trafficking right it's like sure that's horrible fuck that but the rest of this it was like it, it was 277 people just trying to like find somebody to have sex with yeah just breaking just the like, law by uh, but it's like fuck you guys like you don't have anything better to do and like the in the in the brief that i read from this police like and it was like the county newspaper right they were just bragging like we got co- we got lawyers we got doctors we got police officers you know, it's like okay human so you're hours trying, are being wasted yeah, it's like you're trying this. to take your all you're doing so far naming people that can like help other people ostensibly except for Mm -hmm. the people who plan this operation those fuck for those people but it's like those people you like you're you don't want them to like seek comfort and like solace somewhere like you don't want them to like have that outlet and also you don't want these people to like make like an honest day's work like trying to like have sex for money it's so simple i mean prostitution should just straight up be legal i mean we know this and dude those people need to walk off a fucking bridge like that's if that's what you spend your time on and you feel good about yourself fuck that Well, it's just such a waste of human time and resources all of these professional intelligent educated people are spending their days 
writing up legalese drafts and and waiting and talking to judges and or terms. fucking just doctors to, just like because somebody paid to get their dick sucked. Jesus there. Christ. Yeah. yeah, again, the human traffickers. Yeah, that's great. Then you did an honest day's work. Thank you for doing something useful for the human race. But if someone got their dick sucked for money and you're proud and you go home to your wife and you go, we got him, hon. Like, fuck you. Some guy was getting an affordable You went to school job. for eight years to, to tr- you know, try somebody who was just sad and alone. Good Lord. Or whatever it is. Not that everyone who solicits prostitutes is sad and alone. But you know what I mean? Some of these people, it's just like, yeah, maybe no one else would touch them. And they have to pay for it. I mean, you know, when maybe I, they just, you know, got real, whatever. It doesn't even matter. It doesn't have to be a sob story. You should just be able to pay for sex. When I like saw it, I honestly didn't think that was where the story was going. Cause like I saw like 277 arrested in online, like sex sting, right? Like headline. I'm like, Oh fuck. Yeah. That means they probably busted a huge like human trafficking ring down there. Like that's the reason something like this would grab the headlines. Like they've done something, Matt. This is going to be great. Right. And then I start reading it, and I'm like, I don't understand. Like so far, what I'm reading, like this isn't making sense. Like it's these are, these people are just trying to, yeah. And at the end of it, it's just this article bragging about like fucking normal people trying to like seek out sex, like getting fucking arrested. I was just like, dude, like, well, by the end of it, it was just fury. Like, how, like, who, who in their heart, like, because they, they were quoting this fucking cocksucker sheriff, just like, well, if you're going to break the law sheriff, here right? in this county, we're going to fucking, mirror, 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 mirror. So that's the I've thing. got the fucking sheriffs hand are up voted my in, ass. Right? No, yeah, I guess. I, mean, I don't know. So that's the thing. People, I don't know if Florida works. Isn't that what happens? Not though? well, obviously. I don't know. People need to vote. That's all. <laughs> fucking go vote oh, well that's yeah. what i'm saying though if you if you are you know i don't know because a lot of people don't vote in local elections and you know you if you want people to if you want them to ignore things that are technically illegal i mean that's well, it's not even so yeah so we ignore shit that's illegal all the time but that's what i'm saying that, that you need to vote for like people who aren't going to prosecute those things who aren't going to bother because it's up to the it's up to the you know local authorities yeah, I mean, what they yeah, want to prosecute. i get that i'm just like in my head i just want to say to anyone out there if that's what you have inside you walk off a bridge please totally. just like there's no reason for you to think those things or you're not helping anybody right fuck yeah who was being hurt like you just ruined so many people's lives like right. so many people like what if, yeah like what if that was a fucking doctor who hasn't like had a good relationship with like her husband for a long time and like she wanted like some dude to like just like go down on her and her husband they never haven't had sex in five years and she was she at a breaking come point in 17 but years. she's got two we don't know she's got two kids at home you know with her stay-at-home husband and she doesn't want to leave them but she needs something she needs some reprieve right and now so the whole she seeks a sex worker Jesus out Christ. and then you fucking arrest her for that and you put that on top of that like f- fuck you yeah it's sad that's sad i blame the catholic church anyway oh so man on man porn what's up with it these dykes getting down to some dick or what? Oh, uh-huh. that's my DJ right. shock jock character. No. Um, okay. Well, I want to talk about man on man. As you know, I've been 
watching man on men porn for a long time sure but just like fantasizing more so about man on man action and i've i would say i fantasized about every gender combo pretty much as a child except man on man probably not as much because it wasn't really presented to me as an option as much like i even kind of just was aware of sensual lesbianism as a kid right um and of course about like orgiastic man and woman couplings but man on man wasn't really brought up for a while so anyway i think that those fantasies started really around the time i was 18 19 okay um and that was also right around the time that i was like really out as a lesbian just in college just being like yeah i'm a lesbian whatever i'm out to everyone so I find that interesting already that suddenly, whereas I had had a many, many heterosexual fantasies throughout the time that I even, even once I identified as a lesbian, maybe to myself that was around 13, although I don't think that really solidified until I said it out loud the first time when I was not quite 17. And so that's when I called myself a lesbian and, um, but even throughout that time, I would have a lot of, of lesbian and heterosexual fantasies. And then I started thinking about man-on-man and anal when I was 19 a lot. And that's when I started having these multiple orgasms, um, these you know double orgasms, clitoral and anal ones, um, while thinking about that. Um, and so at one point in my early 20s, someone reached out to me. I don't know if they'd read a blog or what. And they said they were writing an article because they had found that lesbians, a lot of lesbians were watching man-on-man porn. And she was surprised by that. She was some kind of sex writer. And she was like, I just want to write this article about, like, that I think that's interesting that there are these lesbians. And she, so she quoted me just saying, I think what it is for me is that I took, you know, I, I, I like watching people be dominated. But I took one too many feminism classes in college and it just ruined watching women be degraded for me and so i just i wanted to watch someone be degraded but i didn't want it to be a woman because that mm-hmm. felt bad to me even the degradation <laughs> but like had some visual yeah restrictions. like i wanted i wanted it to be two men because that way i didn't have to feel bad because a woman was being hurt you know what i mean like they're on equal footing these men so i was kind of quoted saying that and then now <laughs> cut to the present And all I'm, you know, now meeting all of these trans dudes who used to identify as lesbians who are into man on man and have been watching man on man porn for since before they, you know, since when they were still identifying as lesbians. And, um, and so remember we had talked on the podcast a few episodes ago about how it, there's this thing that happens where trans men, um, oftentimes when they start hormone therapy, go from identifying as lesbians to identifying as gay men yeah. in a way that doesn't happen as much for trans women. And we were trying to figure that out. Well, I think, I mean, maybe it's just that they've always been attracted to men and man on man, but now that the testosterone is raging, they just are forced to reckon with it. Because see, I just met a, a trans dude the other day who had, had just been forced to reckon with it. And yeah. he's in a relationship with a woman and he's now like, he's like, fuck, I like dudes. And yeah. And he had just been in these kind of, and I mean, I did the same thing, you know, that's interesting. I don't know. I've never, see, I've never had experiences with this. 
What do you mean with man on man porn? Yeah, I just I I've just uh, you know I feel I've kind of always just been a little into most things. Mm-hmm. It just some things more than others, and so for me, like how people don't have like at least just like a tendril of like interest like stuck into everything mm-hmm. I, that doesn't make sense to me yeah and so but it's I, that's why I, I don't know what else to say but like that's really interesting to hear about like these like shifting perspectives i'm gonna cut that out because i'm high as shit i forgot it's all good can um, i ask you a thing kind yeah. of or do you have more thoughts on it well, I can circle back to whatever thoughts are still rattling around. I had I just had an interesting thought about it though when you were talking. Sure. So like, do you ever find trans boys performing in porny ways, like trying to be sexy, but it's the way you would imagine a cheesy porn star to be sexy? Because because like you were talking, you know, it's like they were, they've been watching that porn for a long time and like, you know, they like finally realized like that's what they're into. And I was thinking like, fuck dude, like, you know, I've had the experience where like, you know, I've watched all types of porn growing up. Right. But mm-hmm. a lot of the trans girls I'm hooking up with were maybe just kind of straight boys before. Right. Or mm-hmm. some kind of, you know, and so watching lesbian porn is a thing that they're all very familiar with right and so once they like actually get in i don't bed know i never watched and, lesbian like, porn but i'm just saying like they start kind of performing that way right because they're trying to be womanly and trying to like their only example of what like trans oh, lesbian trans, sex oh, trans would women be. are watching lesbian porn yeah and acting kind oh, of like funny. women porn stars well, sometimes. isn't that so funny that like y'all were watching lesbian porn and we were watching man on man porn and now we're like it's just fucking funny <laughs> yeah this is life imitating art or art imitating <laughs> life being a joke that's what it is <coughs> well anyway i just fucking think it's hilarious i and i guess that's how you know you're trans or whatever is if you like watching man on man <laughs> Look, if you like porn, you're probably trans. No, if you like man on man porn, like almost exclusively. I'm gonna, no. but I also like man on woman porn now. That should be a t-shirt. Now. If you like porn, you're trans. <laughs> Not quite. Okay, um, but then I also like have started. I, a few years ago, I started enjoying a man on woman porn as well, and I I like forgave men of all the blowjobs or whatever. You know what I mean? Like I or I'm getting there. I'm getting there. But anyway, um, and so I, cause I kind of like watching women be degraded and everything now again. And I think it's because I'm like, I'm sort of being able to embody both genders. Um, that way I can like kind of, I don't know. It's, I, I, I need both. I just don't understand how you people choose a gender. That's my point. I, I have to like experience, I try to experience all the angles. Well, I, for me, Picking a gender doesn't mean I don't get to experience all the angles. Okay. You you know, I think you and I like, I'm really, this is going to sound really high because I'm really high, but I think you and I just like perceive and go through reality differently. Like like I think you have to like actually make yourself believe and go there to be able to like what you would consider honestly experience that thing. And I don't necessarily have to do that. I can kind of, I just trust that the experience I'm having is I can assign to the feeling I want. 
in the identity I want, right? Mm, no. Okay, never that. mind. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. told you I'm too high, man. Maybe, yeah. Maybe we'll circle back to this. We'll cut point. this out. Uh-huh. <laughs> or this will go on that just made me Patreon like for a... like one dollar. <laughs> Fifty cents. Just like we got too cents. we got too high and trailed off A. We got too high and trailed off B. We both forgot what we were talking about. I'm just like I don't know if I'm too stupid or you too high or both, but I don't know what you're just saying. <laughs> My monthly comedy show that I produce in Austin, Texas is this Saturday. If you're listening to this the day that this comes out, then you still have probably time to uh, pre-order a ticket. Um, this is offscriptcomedy.com. So that's the show where that I, that I host where the audience is allowed to heckle the comics and even awarded for it. I have a prize basket. You can win all kinds of stuff. Some of it's like me and Austin's old clothes, quite frankly. <laughs> misgendered clothes people have given us have people gotten that butt plug that put in there no there's still a butt plug in there honestly guys there's a butt plug in that price basket (laughs) among other things there's some weird sex shit there's it's it's strange um so you guys are into strange shit so you'd probably be into this kinky ass creepy weird um prize basket i do make you close your eyes and reach your hand in there because it's one of my fetishes (laughs) so ariel has cut a hole in the bottom and just put like a dildo through it that she wears it's just kind of a gender affirming thing no i have like neuronal pads linked up to it in my brain it's a whole thing um fucking tony stark over here no i did there was assault. there was episodes of reno 911 when they would go to like the renaissance fair or whatever it was and there would be that one character who, like put his dick in the box and make the kids like tell them yeah. there was worms in there or something <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway um <laughs> what, what? no nah, i don't know where are you just saying like <laughs> just like every time i hot? all it is is that every time i hold the prize basket i do think about that thing <laughs> holy shit i didn't know i was actually hitting on a thing but you would like to have a dick you could stick in there i am like a weirdly erotic you know all like i am kind of constantly erotic i just don't i don't know man that's fucking great anyway so Uh i do yeah there's probably so that's october 20th this saturday at 10 p.m at the fallout theater in austin texas um, yeah, it's $10 online and $12 at the door. And you can go again to offscriptcomedy.com if you want to pre-order your tickets. If you just come in person, um, we do always save some seats for that. But you would want to arrive by like 940, something like that would be good. There's also, I don't know, free gourmet pizza at my shows. What? <laughs> <laughs> there's just delicious gourmet vegetable and or meat filled white sauce pizza at the show where you're awarded for heckling comics oh i also give out a prize to everyone who sits front and center and there's bonus prizes anyway i don't know it's just a great time this is Am like the comedy this? equivalent of like whose dick do i have to suck to get you to come to this show i like, just what really I but do? i also just like just want everyone to be happy yeah, i don't no, like really it's not a bad thing. i don't make much money off the show i just want to like um get people excited about comedy and heckling and it helps it's so great comics love doing it because they get to practice like getting that's why i call it off script because some of them who are scripted like they get forced to abandon it as they have to deal with uh hecklers and then people in the audience get to try to be funny even though they're too cowardly to actually do comedy themselves You want to talk about the fetish of the week? Yeah, let's do that. (laughs) (laughs) I think we're ready.
Uh, I, I was going to ask if you wanted to guess what it is, but I know you read it on my notes I, earlier. Yeah. Plus, I can't just guess fetishes, whatever. I know. Well, sometimes. Is it farts? It is farts. <laughs> yes, it is. How did she guess it? I'm just a good student. <laughs> it's farts. Farting. Okay. I guess I, just, <laughs> despite the fact that I should have, didn't ever really occur to me. I, it, I didn't consider that that that, that would really? be a thing. I'm sorry. I'm just going to be just, giggling the whole time. Please. It's okay. my favorite thing. I should get with these people. I have to fart a lot. <laughs> you know, I, have, I keep it in. I'll just won't take my lactate. It'll, we'll have a great time. I can, it's on demand. Just feed me some cottage cheese. Everything you want. Get some nice, if you want really wet, smelly, wet, yeah, girly, <laughs> just like that kind of rich <laughs> lactose intolerant part. Like I assume that most of these fetishes like take it as far as they can, oh, right? Dude, they want well, vegan. You know, it's it makes me think of like think of farts. the spectrum of fart porn <laughs> from Roxy Castillo's joke where she's like, "I used to fart like this." Oh yes. And now I fart like this. Mm-hmm. There's the yeah. There's the whole range. You know, some yeah, people some want people cute want little bunny puckering buttholes. Some people want. Some people you know, want you to like control it so that you can't hear it at all, but their head is pressed. Yeah, up, like, their ear is pressed against your asshole so they can hear the tiniest length volume. <laughs> you know how uh-huh. many decibels are we getting here? Mm-hmm. Uh, is it wet? Is it dry? Ugh, is it Indian food? <laughs> <laughs> Is it steak? Is it cauliflower? <laughs> oh, dude. Is it gum from seven years ago? You know, I mean, I know. I've thought about it a lot. And then also just like the different things people are wearing and the different mm-hmm. settings it's in. Just mm-hmm. like, you know, fucking think of something and someone wants to watch someone fart in that. Totally. And they're going to they're gonna get off to it. I do feel Farting like... Farting into people's faces and like or a, mouths. If I could be like a cam person, know? if I could be a cam person who just didn't take lactate and ate tricotta Ariel, cheese... you could. And, okay, you set sure this could. up for me. If you set it up for me, I'll sit there and fart. <laughs> <laughs> and Can we'll we see. just go get like a bunch of cheese enchiladas? Yeah, whatever. Well, it'll be a whole thing. You'll watch me eat a very cheesy meal. I'm sure this is part of it for you. I'll, I'll eat something with cream, 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 cream. I'll be in pain. I'll be in pain for you. This is for you. And little did I know, Ariel <laughs> getting into kink really would be through farting. <laughs> it's just a skill I have. It's one of my superpowers. I can have anal orgasms almost on demand. We're working on it. And I, I will not touch probably, my asshole, but I will let you watch it. <laughs> I will let you watch as I come, just with my mind. Anyway, <laughs> uh, what gives you the worst farts? Well, anything. This is the highest lactose. That's why I say. Oh, really? Uh, that's why so, I say cottage cheese. So cottage cheese or heavy, like or just. Yeah, basically ice cream, cream. Actually, the fatter the cream is, the less lactose there is. So heavy cream is better than like skim milk. Skim milk is really bad. Okay. A lot of people don't know how lactose intolerance works. So I'm happy to spend a moment educating people. Most cheeses are totally fine, um, except for a few soft cheeses. The rest of it, the the cheese becoming process renders most lactose (laughs) moot or whatever. I don't know the (laughs) science. But anyway, most cheese is fine. Um, so don't take the cheese out of your lactose intolerant child's meal unless it's Velveeta. Do check that out because that's just milk. Anyway, that ends my educational portion. Let's see if Austin leaves it in. This is important for people to know. You know, a lot of groups. <laughs> I mean, you know, we got to get in that time limit. That's true. Anywho. What's this thing? Farting? Yeah. 
for me, the thing that makes me fart the worst is buttered popcorn hmm. and like from the movie theater. You think you'd like extra popcorn and uh, chili and chili and leftover chili. Well, beans. Yeah. Well, no. And also just the ground beef bean mixture. Just like very potent. Yeah. Beans really get me for sure. Yeah. Uh, chickpeas at all. Oh Dude, my God. Yeah. Chickpeas will ruin Because I work me. at a t- tech company now. And so like they give us food, but there's it's a lot like of like four vegan to five shit. chickpeas. Tops. Oh my God. Dude, I don't no, go past I, one scoop of hummus ever. I like, fucking pound chickpeas. No. <laughs> no, it's so dangerous. <laughs> I can't. Oh man. Dude, you know who has super potent farts? Who? Ellie. Ellie oh. has tiny puppy farts that long tiny puppy wiener farts dog could be a dog cool thing. that could be a thing like do you want a little wiener dog to in fart a cage <laughs> what if we started sending like jarred puppy farts to that dude that's in jail in colorado for fucking his dog maybe Aww. it'd make him happy there you go everyone bottle that's... your farts up this week <laughs> no the puppy farts if you can get a puppy, puppy farts. farts well he wanted the difference he will he, <laughs> he would, would. The yeah that's a human <laughs> fart that's a human <laughs> fart i know the difference okay <laughs> i'm not saying i'm not into both but i do know the difference yeah. dude i the thing is it's like you know do people just watch you do they put their face up there while you're yeah farting? you know sometimes there's a whole dominance thing to it of just like fart in my mouth Ugh. fart in my face <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, you know, like, keep going, keep you going. You have your, <laughs> no. like, like a dental, like the thing from the dentist that makes your mouth stay oh, open. Anyway, <laughs> keep blah, blah, that open keep and someone <laughs> farts into your mouth. <laughs> and then sometimes Turn on your off. eyes. Bye, <laughs> <I> switch. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, just... <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. It is so <laughs> Okay, but could you do that to someone? Oh, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> I wish I was <laughs> liberated. I'll you. your face for sure. <laughs> if someone just if you love me, fart in my face, a husband, and you'll just be like, turn around, yes, done. Y'all find it in me. I don't have to fart right now. I will find it in me. Oh my god! I if only. No, I don't want you to fart in my face. No. I'm not going to kiss you after. Yeah, I will break up with you after, but I will do it. I will never see you the same again, but I will do that for you, honey. <laughs> I honestly never thought of me farting in someone's face till now. I'm so happy for you. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, he's here. It's the guy. Okay, I'm I gonna guess, go. I guess goodbye. <laughs> this has been another NPR production out of Safe Space Studios. We're broadcasting on 66.6 FM. That's K-F-U-X. Peace. Ciao.